Welcome to Story Chats at Inspi Romance. I'm Elizabeth Madry, and I'm here with my two co-hosts. I'm Narelle Atkins. And Valerie Comer. We have Becca Kinza, Kinzer. Geez, I'm going to butcher your last name right as we start. <laughs> Sorry about that. We have Becca Kinzer here with us today, and she's going to talk about her new book, Dear Henry Love Edith. Uh, Becca Kinzer lives in Springfield, Illinois, where she works as a critical care nurse. When she's not taking care of sick patients or reminding her husband and two kids that frozen chicken nuggets is a gourmet meal, she makes up lighthearted stories with serious laughs. Thank you for being here, Becca. Thank you for having me. So excited to be here. So um, I tend to agree. My kids, uh, chicken nuggets, man. Yeah. I'm with you. You got so many different sauces that can go with it. It's like, yeah. yeah. Variety is endless. Yeah. <laughs> really? Endless. Hmm. Endless. Endless what? variety. <laughs> Guess we'll have to take your word for it. Okay. Right. Two against two here. So we're we're good. Oh, it's, um, three. it's um three. I'll agree with chicken nuggets. Okay. It's just Although, you are your when my kids were younger. Yes. <laughs> because I'm so old. There you yeah. go. There you go. We'll go with that. <laughs> we'll shake it up with grilled cheese sandwiches, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You wanna, yeah. Vary it up a little bit. Sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Can you start off, uh, Becca, by telling us a little bit about the book? Yes. Okay. So it's a romantic comedy and it's about a nurse. Imagine that. Um, <laughs> she's a young woman who married very young kind of romantic and has this idealistic she was going to live a great adventure and travel the world and married the first guy who asked her out in high school and then found out marriage is a little trickier than she thought is more challenging they never left pittsburgh and it just didn't really go how she thought it would and it ended you know he ended up dying this is all before the story starts so that's no spoiler there um <laughs> So now it's kind of like, this is her second chance to do what she thought her life would look like initially. And so she wants to travel and she has an opportunity in South Africa. So when the story starts, there's been a little bit of a delay for her to get there. So she kind of is like, oh, I'm just killing time. I'm gonna help out at this, in this small town in Illinois with this, it's an infant um, crisis center and she finds out it's a summer, not at all like she anticipated, um, starting with her housemate who she's staying with. She gets very quickly gets the impression that he's an elderly gentleman. And he has also gotten the impression that she's an elderly woman. And because they keep missing each other due to their schedules, they start leaving each other notes. And so the story is really about them getting to know each other through that communication, but then also they're bumping into each other around town, not realizing this is who you're sharing the house with. So it was just, it's a lighthearted story. Yes, full of just fun and romance. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great synopsis. Uh, Valerie, you're you're at the top, so you get to go first. Ooh, <laughs> let's go with that. Um, I enjoyed this story. Let's start with that. I really did. Um, <laughs> And I think the first thing that my mind went to, um, I'm older than all of you, but whatever. My, and my sister is older yet. She'll be 70 next year. Sorry, Mel. Um, but her name is Mildred. You can blame our parents 
because even in the early 1950s, that was not a baby name. Okay. It was a baby baby name from their grandparents, I'm sure. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, she she got a job. Um, and people and her crew knew that a woman named Mildred was going to be joining them. And they were all picturing this little old lady, right? And there she turned up, she's like 22 or something. And so right away, I got this picture when you're saying that um, with the Edith and Henry, they're looking at those names and going, oh, these are old people names. So it must be an old person. I was like, oh, I can identify with that. Yeah. Because that happened to my sister. Everybody thought she must be, you know, going to be ancient. And uh, <clears throat> she wasn't, she is now, but she wasn't then. So um, I'd like to know where the kernel of your idea came from. Like, how how this idea of using names like that um, played name, into your initial well, yeah that kind of came after my kind of the seed of this whole idea was from years ago before I was married I was living in an apartment building and there's just four apartments in there it's pretty small and it was one of those like word of mouth you know friends if they were one was opening up they were like hey because it was a fun apartment it was an older building. And so that's how I found out about it, moved in, and I knew everybody, like we were just this little, we could have been a sitcom, we said, like everybody going into each other's, you know, and hanging out. Well, then people started moving out. Mm -hmm. And uh, after there's more turnover, and you know, I got to a point there's someone I knew a new guy had moved in below me, but we somehow we just never ran into each other which was kind of, I did park in the front. I had the special since I've been there the longest. It was like, <laughs> I had the driveway in the front, but, and everybody else parked in the back, but it was still like our mail was at the front. Like you'd go down those stairs where the laundry was in the basement. You had to go, and we just never crossed paths, but I would hear music. I'd hear parties or, you know, voices. And it's like, I started getting this idea in my head of what he looked like, like to the point where it's like, I could picture him, you know, like you hear a voice and you're like, oh, I think he's 5'10 and, you know, like, I don't know. So, you know, it was kind of amusing that I, I, I knew what this guy looked like. Well, one day my doorbell rang, which I'm like, that's strange because the outside's locked. Like, it's got to be someone inside. So I go to the door and I'm like, who are you? Because <laughs> he's like, well, I'm your downstairs neighbor. And I'm thinking, no, you're not. You know, <laughs> <laughs> don't look at all my downstairs neighbor I've never met but he he was just there it was the first time we met and he said a uh, moving truck is coming so I just want to let you know it's going to block your parking space for a little bit and I was like oh okay not a problem and then as he was leaving he just stopped on the stairs going down and said how come all this time I thought you were a little old lady and I'm like <laughs> I don't know. Like, that's what you're picturing me the whole time. But thinking back, it's like, well. It was know. all that Beethoven that you were playing. <laughs> exactly. Well, I was thinking it was more probably the Billie Holiday, maybe that I was playing. And like, yeah, I'd make tea, maybe hear the tea kettle. And I tend to be quiet. Like, I didn't have the parties or anything. But it was just like, how, yeah. So I always thought that was funny that, like, he just, without ever seeing me, quickly somehow made that assumption and so I mean I didn't even start writing stories till years later but when I, I wanted to write just a light-hearted rom-com and I was like I'm gonna do something with that story oh that's so, cool the mm. name came later because it was like okay why you know why? what are the things that would make a person just jump to that conclusion yeah. and so that was like well I'll give them older names 
Yeah, and there's plenty of reasons for people to have names that are not their era, right? I mean, well, Henry's named after a favorite great aunt or something. You know? I was gonna say yeah. Henry. Henry has come back. My ten year old has three friends named Henry yes. right now. I have a lot of friends now who say their sons. None of them are thirty. No, not yet, but they will be. They will be. And my my uh, my niece is named Hazel. So, which again, it's like that'll fit you great yeah. when you're eighty. That'll yeah. be perfect. <laughs> Yeah. Hazel's came back, come back here as well. All the old names, Ruby and yeah. Yeah, we've got a few in our family too, with the Alice and the Cora and Yeah. <laughs> those are old names, but they're little girls yeah. in my world. Yeah. So was it hard to think of a dozen ways for them to interact without ever meeting? Um I'm not that I counted that it was twelve. I just want, you know. <laughs> it, I can say it was fun to brainstorm. <sighs> Uh, different ways um are you talking more like around town when they didn't yeah. know yeah well, well either just where they they just kept not knowing I guess yeah the I there were some times I had to go back and catch myself like wait she doesn't know like there were scenes <laughs> where she was accidentally calling him like the name or so I'm like wait they haven't met like she doesn't know his name yet <laughs> and yeah it was I mean it was a little tricky but it was fun like I said it was just it was kind of like you know I just want to have fun with this story and I, I think it showed that you did and I was you know for all that you had all these opportunities for the confusion it never felt contrived which I really liked it wasn't um there was never one where it was like no you know it's gone on too long uh, <laughs> there was never we never got there it was fabulous so never wanted well to take done. each character by yeah. the scruff and say you know each other yeah, yeah. It never crossed. yeah exactly we never got there so it was fabulous because I kept Sometimes I wait for it. I'm like, oh, this is tricky, but you did it really, really, really well. It was, I, it was, I was fantastic. Well, thank you. The part <laughs> I was most nervous about was um, how, uh, well, I guess I shouldn't say it yet. People haven't read it. So never mind. Here's your not quite a spoiler alert, folks. If you want to know what the big surprise There was a part was. I was nervous about, but yeah. But you'll yeah. never know which one when you read it. That's right. Yeah. Narelle, you're up. Yes. Well, when I actually saw the title, I thought it was a historical, to be honest. Because <laughs> I saw the title before I saw the book cover. And I have a great aunt, Edith, and I'm certain I have great Uncle Henry's. I have so many great aunts <laughs> and uncles in the family tree. So it's I just love the concept. It's so cool. But anyway, so the other thing that I really liked, which what it's what I think made the story, is the quirky side characters who really kept all the misunderstandings. If it wasn't for those characters, they wouldn't have been able to um the, the comedy rolled, I think, with a lot of these side characters in the story. And um, I also liked how you had a villain. I like rom-coms that have a villain in it. So <laughs> someone who is obviously awful and horrible and deserves to get what they deserve and then they get it in the story. So that <laughs> without actually revealing anything, I really love that element of the story. And in your book, it's what I was calling in my mind as I was reading, Sleazy Steve. So that was the nickname. <laughs> 
that I got into my head as I'm reading and um, he was just awful and he got everything he deserved in the story. So my question is, what what inspired you to include a character like Steve and with your other side characters in the story? Well, Sleazy Steve, I can tell when I first started writing, I wanted to be a romantic suspense writer. That's what I thought. And so I think, you know, I wrote my first story, which was this epic disaster of like (laughs) everything I was influenced by at the time, you know, it was a mess. And so that was partly why after that one was when I wrote Dear Henry Love Edith. I was like, okay, I just, I'm just going to get this lighthearted story, you know, out of my system, then I'll get back to the nitty gritty of (laughs) romantic suspense, but I just never wanted to get back to that. But so I think Steve kind of showed up in some of the earlier drafts when I was kind of like, I want a little, a little touch of, it's not, you know, like scary suspenseful by any means, but just a little bit of that, you know, storyline that you might find more of in a, yes, tension. And and so that was where he came from. A lot of the, as far as the other quirky characters, I am, I mean, that's just from, I think you just look at the people around you sometimes. And maybe as being a nurse, you come across a lot of people. And I mean, people will say like, this is a Becca patient because they know I love the quirky characters and like we just somehow we always click you know in there so I'm like what does that say about me I don't know but so I think it's a lot uh, little bits of patients I've met um and my I have um my aunts who grew up in small town and just you know they're talking and things you just it amuses me and I love putting those little bits into the story and I mean just I have I have had a few experiences that grocery store scene was largely based <laughs> off of a, an experience I had like I, I mean, the dialogue was some of that came straight from that experience and I was like just trying to buy this pepper and was like why is this turning into the most <laughs> ever but at the same time like I need to be writing this down but afterward <laughs> I needed to make dear Henry eat it longer at that time sure. And I was like, well, I know a scene I'm putting right there in the middle. So I laughed so hard. That was, yes. that was hilarious. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, it was fun. Those scenes, I, uh, the other one I really had fun writing um, was at the downtown, the CPR, like that. Yes. Yes. Episode. I had a lot of fun yes. writing that one, too. Yeah. Very cool. Did you have more, Narelle, or are you good? No, I'm good. You've answered it. okay. everything. Yes. <laughs> it's your turn now. <laughs> All right. So I love the fact that despite it being a rom-com and like laugh out loud funny, which is hard. It's a hard sell for me. Um, and Valerie also, she and I talk about how a lot of rom-coms will like smile. And that's like a really good, that's a good rom-com if it made us smile <laughs> a little bit. This, I like laughed a, a handful of times. It was very actually funny. Um, it's so subjective. Humor is so subjective, right? The things that make me laugh, Narelle would probably possibly just like roll her eyes, like whatever, (laughs) right? And and vice versa. And that doesn't mean they're not both funny. It just means everybody's sense of humor is different. Yeah. Yeah. But you also still had this really sort of serious um, underlining theme of learning to be okay with being the person that God made you to be. Um, 
And I really love that uh, because it's like, it's not heavy handed. It's not this big, deep, heavy handed theme, but at the same time, it's also more than just like quirky, fun and amusing. Like there was, it was really, really nicely woven together with this personal growth and a, a deeper picture that can speak to readers. Um, and I wondered like, where did you always think that you would have sort of that serious theme underneath or did that just sort of happen or, and then if you had any struggles at all as you were putting it in there, because it didn't weigh the novel down, which sometimes like that balance is really hard to find. It gets, you know, one way or the other is it's, but you, you balanced it beautifully. So was that a struggle or did it just, it just happened? <laughs> well, I think going back to like, where did maybe some of that come from? Um, I mean, there's always a little bit of us in our stories, you know, and so I think part of it was me kind of dealing with that whole idea of what does an adventure look like, because I have not traveled, you know, <laughs> far, and I have a brother, I love him dearly, he's like seen the whole world, you know, and he, but he also, he just recently got married, but he's single for a long time, and I have another friend, she's single, and has also like had all these experiences, you know, and things where you know, you're just a little bit like, oh, I'd like to go to Scotland too, you know, sometimes. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, of course I love my family and I not, I wouldn't want to trade it for that, but it was also, so some of the story was working through like how to find that acceptance that your life, it doesn't have to, you don't have to be to every continent, you know, in the world to have lived an adventurous life. Yes. Sometimes just going to the grocery store and interacting <laughs> with people. Buying a pepper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like an adventure of its own. So I think some of that was me working through those sure. areas. And then I think even there's a little bit of me and Henry of wanting, we all want to be the hero. Like we, how much do we want that? respect and yet it's like every time he tries he's just looking like a fool you know or just things <laughs> are happening where he's not looking like the hero but yet you see that the town still loves him they still respect him and that's so embracing where your strengths are where your weaknesses are you know the what like you said who you are can at any any place you are in the world can be um, I don't know the word I'm looking for now, but you can embrace that, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Cool. I thought it was an interesting balance because um, I have family in missions and I have uh, traveled overseas a very long time ago, pre-husband and children, um, to mission areas. And so part of me is like to, to um, eat it, like, go get it you know and then yet I know that <clears throat> Henry's likely not going anywhere and mm. so I, I was torn I, I knew it was a romance I knew that they were going to end up together and all that but I I was cheering for her to to not make the decision lightly mm -hmm. and without hopefully giving away um too much I mean I, I'm sure most people who are you know looking at the book description and reading the the first few chapters will will understand that that tension and and know that it's a romance so some things are kind of a given yeah. but um i appreciate how you handled that part that she wasn't just like oh well who wanted to be a missionary anyway right uh, because i was just going to do that because 
I was, you know, single and now maybe I'm not going to be. And so, um, yeah. No, I, I would agree with that. It was very realistically, like the kind of realistically that handled the way that you would want your best friend to handle it, as opposed to sometimes you see your friends like making these decisions and you're throwing away all their plans of, of like, it's like, you've been planning this for five years and now you're doing what? So, (laughs) you know, so no, I agree, Valerie. That was really, it was handled really nicely because you're rooting Mm. for them to get together, but you're also like, don't lose yourself in the process, Edith. Um, (laughs) She also, yeah. She was looking to run away though. So she starts a story where she's got some very genuine reasons to avoid some very difficult situations. And I think she realizes by the end (laughs) that she doesn't need to run anymore to find what she's looking for. And I think that's something that, that was something I really appreciated in the story as well. Well, um, hopefully you are picking up that all three of us really, really enjoyed this book. It really, yeah. uh, we had so much fun and I think, was I the first to read it? I think I was. And I put it, we yeah. have a little, we have a little chat going on and I was like, I'm not doing any of the things that I need to do today because I am reading this and it's fabulous. Yeah. Bump it up. So um, if you are listening or watching, please do yourself a favor and read Dear Henry Love Edith because it is yeah. just delightful even if you think you don't like rom-coms I'm gonna I'm gonna put that out there because um I tend not to like rom-coms but this was really 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 good well that's why I was a little worried because I listened <laughs> to some of your you know before and I was just like I don't know if they're <laughs> this is their type of book so yeah. I appreciate that you read it and yeah I'm thrilled that you enjoyed it <laughs> there's lots and of it was, times yeah. where we where we like kind of different books from each other and lots of places where we overlap so this was fun and yeah uh, Beth read it first and then I'm like it's next on my list and then I was having all kinds of trouble getting it downloaded off of NetGalley and it was an issue between that and my Kindle needing an absolute total from the ground up restart to get it <laughs> low so uh, I was like I don't want to not read this book and have them talking to you and I'm like the premise sounded really good (laughs) so I was glad when I finally I must have spent an hour on it that night before I finally got it to download again so and I think it was the cast of characters is what made it so I think humor is subjective but I think there were so many different characters from different places coming at the humor in different angles that I'd be surprised if people who like rom-coms don't like most of the story if not all of the story for that very reason it's not just the same old um, things sort of being trotted out, if that makes sense. There was a lot of variety in terms of how the humor was written. So I very There's much the, appreciated that. The coffee shop owner yeah. and the girl yeah. across the street. Yeah. And the woman who runs the the nursery. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, well, well and Henry's, Henry's secretary. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she sure had his number, hey? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think well, so. I- the influence of Gilmore Girls. That was a show I loved. I haven't watched it, but that town, like, yeah. yes. quirky. And then just, um, obviously, I love classic movies, and I weave that in there, yeah. but some of the older uh, screwball comedies and different ones, you get that fun cast, the ensemble, where it's yeah. like not just the two main characters shining, others get their moment too. Yes. And so I wanted to bring that into the story. You you did definitely. Well, what is um what's next that. for you? What's what's coming up next? 
Oh, well, yesterday I just had my editorial call about my second story. So like that one's kind of on Yay. the brain. Yay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so um, it won't come out until we're looking at April of 2024, but it'll be another rom-com and very loosely um it's another small town different small town okay. but um this one is a woman young woman who's a music teacher trying to save her program and mm -hmm. basically becomes she is going she and um her not really enemy they're just very opposite it's mm -hmm. kind of an opposites attract story but they go on a long bike ride um, they get into this contest that requires riding a tandem bicycle for now it's down the natural trace so this one was inspired by the trip my husband and i took before we married and we kind of joked about this is the make it or break it of a relationship like you really get to know a person after you've biked 500 miles with them so it was like yeah. taking that concept and putting these characters under that so yeah it'll be next year very so cool. Sounds good. Together or not working together, but never seeing each other's face while you do it. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> that sounds very fun. Um, tell everyone where they can find you and your books. So, BeccaKinzer.com. If you go there and sign up for my newsletter, uh, you'll get a couple of free stories and you can get a little taste of my writing style with that. My main on social media. Instagram's my favorite place to hang out. Um, occasionally I pop onto Twitter, but <laughs> not too often. So Instagram and my name on there is Becca Ann Kinzer. Um, so those are the two main places to find me. Awesome. Perfect. Um, do you guys have any final thoughts? No? I can't wait till oh. next year's book to come out. I know it sounds really fun. <laughs> it's not, keep us in mind, unless this was so horrible and you're like, I'm never, <laughs> Going back to that podcast again. All the question after question. My only sadness is that it's a different small town. I know, I know. Well, I didn't name it. I haven't actually named it yet. But so, you know, I can talk to my editors. Like, hey, people really want to revisit the previous one. But You've yeah. got a few characters that could, you know, yeah. still be there. <laughs> mm for hanging out with us tonight um we're again i'm gonna just re-emphasize y'all go read this book it's fantastic you will not regret it um if you do regret it i apologize but you won't so <laughs> smirk a couple times that's right. smirking's okay you don't have to laugh out loud that's right so um thank you for joining us today at story chats let us know uh what you thought in the comments on YouTube or on the Story Chats Facebook page. And you can find information about the podcast at inspiromance.com slash storychats. And um, don't forget to subscribe and hit the notification bell so you never miss an episode. And we'll look forward to seeing you again next week. In the meantime, don't forget to fall in love with a good book. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, everyone.